Welcome back to Brose All Day. A Bachelor Recap podcast where we dive into each episode and highlight its most iconic moments. Cringe with us while we love to hate The Bachelor. I'm Abby. And I'm Nick. Does my name look like I should be named Nick? Yeah, why? I feel like I should be named Greg. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> oh my gosh. If you're Greg, does that make me... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you think Carl looks like a Carl? Yeah, a little bit. Well, you know, his time is up here. I don't know if I've ever seen in Bachelor history someone come up to Katie and tell her, or like whoever the lead is, and tell her in solidarity that they think someone yeah. should go home. They just really banded against him, but like, rightfully so. He was just like doing absolutely nothing. That's true. At least we know where all that drama promo was coming from of him being like, he was and, like, like shadow boxing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting ready to fight. Just him coping. But I mean, Katie, it works. She boots him. Good on Katie. Good on. Was she maybe even being a Katie? I think she might have. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's so funny. Big Katie moment. Big Katie moment. But I kind of, I don't really like when episodes start with rose ceremonies. I kind of like when they're, they're like at the end of the episodes. Yeah. I was see, I was sad to see John go, the bartender, the Asian guy. Oh, I thought that was Garrett. No, no, that's John. John! <laughs> no! I know, John, the bartender, just was so, like, adorable. He deserved that round of applause. The boys really fucked with him. He did. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a new day now. Drama's behind us, right? So, group date time. What did you think of this Who is day? Nick? Who is Nick? Nick Vile. Yeah. He is an old... So, he used to be a contestant on The Bachelorette. I don't know whose season he was on. But then he was The Bachelor. He's not with the winner of that season. He has, like, a new girlfriend. But he has a Bachelor podcast... As well, oh. called the Vile Files. What is it with people starting podcasts about the Bachelor? <laughs> only I heard only losers do it. Yeah, only the like, real <laughs> freaking morons do that kind of stuff. With nothing better to do at their time. Ugh. Um. So this group day is kind of like a feeling circle. Yeah, there's yeah a feeling circle. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. They're just going around like sharing their their like worst secrets, right? Or their their worst like moments. In their lives. And so you'll have some, like, legit stuff, like Connor talking about a drinking problem, and stuff. other people just, like, completely gloss over the point of it, and, yeah. like, Thomas just, like, that's where it gets started with the, his whole okay. being there for the right reasons thing. Gotcha. He, like, he's, like, looking at her and smiling and saying, yeah, I didn't come here for the right reasons originally, and oh, no. everybody's just like, dude, what are you, what are you on? Okay, because like, I missed this part. And yeah. so I didn't realize that that's where this, like, originated. This is where it all goes down. And he just, like, just shows no remorse. He's just it, smiling the entire time, like, smoking, <sighs> like, so confidently. You know what? You know what that reminds me of? I used to do a lot of research on, like, sociopathic tendencies. That, that's a little... And, like, the rest of his behavior later, later on, like, totally, like, plays more in that sociopathic huh. mindset. So... I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, and then Katie, I guess, talks about her experience of a situation with Mm non-consent, which, frankly, I'm very impressed that the Bachelor franchise is including stories like that, just because I feel like in the past, 
the leads generally have stories that are more, like, related to their parents and their upbringing and not really, like, sources of trauma. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, very impressed that they were, like, letting that in. Um, and it's not, like, in a negative light at all. Mm -hmm. I think overall... The feeling circle? Yeah. Overall, I think the feeling circle was, like, a good... (laughs) A good experience, except for the thing that ended up having with Thomas. Mm-hmm. Well, what's weird about Thomas is that, like, when she asks him about it, he gives her kind of, like, a push-aside answer. Mm, like, really non-answer. And just... then she, like, calls him out on it, mm-hmm. being a Katie. Shout out. And then he gives her another push-away mm-hmm. answer, and then they just make out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... I don't know. He's a good-looking guy. Whatever, I think but... that had to have been the point when she's like, Thomas is not the one. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't... I have to believe that that was a producer decision to make him stay for as long as he did. Yeah. But... I mean, you hear that right in the beginning. Like, you should come there for the right reasons. Right. And then he's just like, nah, that's not, that's not why I'm here, bro. Yeah. But Connor gets the group date, Rose. Because from... he's the one who, like, shared, like, legitimate things. Yes, he was the one who got blackout drunk and then, like, cheated on his girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then he, like, went to therapy and, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Self-improvement. Love that. King. King for that. King behavior. (laughs) Um, time for this one-on-one date with Michael A. And we find out that the clip that they'd been using for promo of the dune buggy flipping was just Katie messing around. Yeah, it wasn't anything serious. <laughs> Katie just, like, fucked up a little bit. <laughs> like, and she was completely, like, she was just embarrassed. Yeah, she completely thought. But they totally capitalized on it. They always gotta make some, like, medical drama happen, you know, where it's like, oh my god, did somebody die on The Bachelor? <laughs> I know. And then they end up being, like, literally fine. Like, two seconds later, they're like, oh. Yeah, that's really funny. But she, um... Apparently bruised her knee, so she didn't come out of it unscratched. Bummer. Poor very, baby. Not very Katie of her, to be honest. <laughs> um, but it was funny, because, like, she goes to pick up Mike, and picks up Michael, and then she's like, I have to be honest, like, I did flip this, <laughs> and he's, like, so nervous. Yeah, he's like, oh, and we're gonna get in it? <laughs> yeah. I thought that, that would've been a fun group, like, a fun date, though. Not a group date. It would've been a fun date to just, like, go driving in the desert. They had those in Oregon. Shout out. Well, we find out that Michael is actually a widow in this section. Whoa. Who knew? So they move on to the dinner portion, and Michael tells Katie that he is a widow and was with the same girl for 16 years, and she lost a battle to cancer, which is so heartbreaking. Yeah. But Katie says, like, Katie's just, just such a rounded like, talker. Very emotionally, like, intelligent and aware. Yeah. And, like, respectful of people's feelings. She says that, like, a lot of people might be intimidated that this is, like, a forever type of love, and that, like, you'll have, you'll always have that for, you know, his since past wife, and that she doesn't want to, like, replace that. And I was like, Katie, you are such a queen. I actually can't. But it was very, very sweet. And he gets the rose. He, doesn't he say something? What does he say? He says, it's really special to fall in love twice. Oh! Is that he drops that line? Oh my gosh. When he said that, Nick, I... Greg who? <laughs> <laughs> Temporarily, Greg was out of the picture. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Michael all the way. Greg will never be out of the picture. But in Michael's that moment, a close second. In that moment. I know. I know. 
Um, and then back at the house, tension is high. Anti Thomas. All the guys are like starting to complain about him. And Thomas never really gives them any good answers, you know? He's kind of just like, yeah, like, I that is what I wanted and that's not what I want anymore and da 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 Like, you've kind of dug yourself a hole that you can't get out of, you know? This is, where he, this is where he comes out and says it. He's like, I came on the show with the possibility of being the next Bachelor and all the guys are like, immediately, like, that's just yeah. Okay, even if that was your case, from a strategy standpoint, why would, why you, would you ever why? say that? That makes no sense. And so... Maybe you're just too confident. Yeah. He looked like a overly... He looked like a cocky type of dude. He's like, yeah, I can say whatever. I can do whatever and I'll keep going on the show. Right. Yeah. Pfft, I don't know. And so that leads us into our rose ceremony, right? Is there another one-on-one date? That's the end of the episode, I think. Oh, okay. No, oh, they introduced Blake for a second. That's it. Tasha's like, oh, somebody from my past reached out, da 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 It's Blake, it's Sully, in the flesh, <laughs> this fucking Monsters Inc. looking ass, and then that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah, so then it goes into the next episode. Ooh, two for haha, fun podcast stuff. <laughs> it goes to the next episode, and then they're like, it's all about Thomas. They're all like, Thomas, this Thomas guy's gotta go, he should not be here. Mm-hmm. Because he's the worst. Thomas is the absolute worst. And he's, like, just the person who, like, knows he's attractive and knows he can kind of say whatever and, right. like, get away with just pulling yeah. fast ones and all this shit. For sure. Fuck that, dude. Fuck this guy. And you know that, like, in his past, he's done stuff like this before, and he's probably always gotten away with he's it. He's a gaslighter. He's gaslight. <laughs> is he... Okay, is he man whore, man spread, or man Maybe he's all three, dude. What? <laughs> all three make up gaslight. I okay, think. yeah, those all feed into the Gaslight channel. <laughs> Three men make up one woman. And I stand by that. <laughs> girls support girls. <laughs> girls support girls. Girls support girls. <laughs> um, but it's group date time, and Taisha and Caitlin have set up this, like, truth or dare kind of scavenger hunt type deal, and Greg is just so cute. The Polaroid to them after, where, like, posted <gasps> so up. <laughs> so adorable, man. No matter who wins this show, I know Greg has that Polaroid just, like, tucked in somewhere. somewhere. They have to do some pretty gross stuff, though. Like, not so much, like, mentally, like, I don't want to do this, but Mike P ate, like, 30 Twinkies. And for a guy who, like, is very, like, conscious of his health and his well-being, mm-hmm. that's a really, like, big... Yeah. Ew, that's kind of gross. Oh my gosh, and the section where they talk about the heat. Oh, they talk into the big ear, and like Katie that was can hear. so weird. You thought it was weird? I kind of thought it was funny. I was so. Because they're like being kind of. I didn't like that. <laughs> Greg was doing like all the states puns. <laughs> Greg is the funniest man alive. No one can tell me otherwise. He's just his entire existence. He gets turned on by local geography. <laughs> Okay, it was too much. <laughs> That's the type of guy. Um, yeah, Tasha was not impressed by it, though. She was like, no, that was I not good. I couldn't tell Katie was impressed by it. She wasn't impressed by it, right? Katie was like, oh, Greg. <laughs> I think she was kind of endeared. Yeah. She was kind of like, yeah, Greg. I think the best thing is, like, Greg just tries. He's always just, like, going in. That's true. Giving it one hundo. Can we talk about Trey getting his ass waxed, though? I really thought you were going to say ass eaten. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. But it was really funny. And then the last one, each guy has to 
eat two, what is it, ghost peppers? Were they ghost peppers or, hab- or habaneros? They Some... were, like, one of the spicy, spicy ones. But, and then they have to do, like, a really heartfelt proposal to Katie. And Greg is just yes. not doing good. What do you expect, though? I know he orders no stars at every restaurant. <laughs> He's like, one to five, zero. Yeah, no, that's, but I can't even say anything because that's me too, you know? <laughs> Pad Thai, no beef sprouts, zero stars. That is my order. Oh my gosh. You know me so well. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the other guys did way better, but, okay, did you notice that Connor was just like completely edited out? Like he was not there. Like, throughout the whole show, really. Not the whole show. Like that whole episode, I yeah. feel like. And then for the dinner portion, like the cocktail party, Andrew shows up with Taco Bell. That's a pro move. How did he even make that happen? They were sitting somewhere for like hours and finally <laughs> Kitty got to it. But Taco Bell doesn't go bad ever, so of course it was going to be delicious. <laughs> Are you kind of threatened because he did to Katie what you would do with McDonald's? I would do it with Taco Bell if I could, honestly. You would over McDonald's? Over McDonald's, just further away. That's true. That's true. And then, I thought all of the conversations were pretty, like, standard, until Greg, again, superstar, they kind of have, like, little play banter going on. He says that they had their, quote, like, little first fight. But she said, I'm starting to fall for you, and she said it before him, and that's a big deal. Like, when the lead says it before the contestant, that's a big deal. Mm. So, I don't know. I feel like... That is very telling for the rest of the season involving Greg, but... But I feel like also, also sometimes they just, like, throw stuff in, and then it leads to nothing. That's true. Yeah, I hope it doesn't, though. Hashtag pray for Greg. Hashtag pray for Greg. Um, what did you think about... Okay, so Trey decides that now is the time to use his time to bring up Thomas, mm-hmm. and Andrew thinks that everyone should just keep their conversations about themselves. What, like, what do you think? Who was right? I am on Trey's side. Really? Are you not? I don't know. I haven't decided. But I want to hear why. I just think if it's something so integral to the show, like, they say so many times to come there for the right reasons. Yeah. And somebody very clearly is not there for the right reasons. And overall, just, like, being kind of a horrible person through the show, then, like, Katie should know, right? And I feel right. like Katie would have wanted to know. Like, I feel like she would have been more upset if nobody had told her to find out later. That's true. Okay, the thing is, though, Bachelor franchise rule number one, never use your time to talk about other people. Like, no matter what. Because, like, no matter what, it just brings you into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, Andrew, I kind of get what he's saying as well, though, because I feel like she would have figured it out eventually in, during this episode. I don't think he would have stayed, no matter what. So, oh, really? I think that Andrew was smart to use his time to do, like, the Taco Bell thing. Yeah, I guess just before he did Taco like, it was Thomas telling her, I'm not here for the right reasons, or right. I didn't come for the right reasons. So then, later on, she definitely would have addressed that with him, and then maybe it all would have come out. Yeah, so I feel like they both kind of have some element of truth, but he dishes it out. So Trey ends up using his time to dish out about Thomas. Dude, she's devastated. She's so sad. But... I don't know. It kind of causes some tension between Trey and Andrew. Trey calls um <laughs> Andrew Buzz Killington. Buzz Killington. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. So good on Trey for like speaking his truth for telling Katie, bro. It worked out. I think yeah. I would say I don't think that's a good move 
for a bachelorette that's not Katie, but Katie seems just want to get down into mm -hmm. it. Um, this is where we get into the Blake stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Tasha finds Katie and tells her someone from her past is here to see her. But who is Blake? But who is Blake? So, okay, you didn't watch Tasha's season, right? No. We talked about him a little bit during our, when we talked about the promo, because we had predicted that he was going to be here. Um, Blake was, like, the token tantric yoga date with Tasha. Like the their one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. like the weird, like, over-sexualized yoga episode. And then she sent him home. Nice. And so, <laughs> I guess they're like... Just like, like how Katie gets got sent home. Yeah, literally, except Katie's was more, like, pranky-pranky with Matt. Mm -hmm. Um, Katie's, like, super... I don't know. It's, like, he's there, though. Like, he's on... He's in New Mexico ready to fight for her. And Katie agrees to meet her. So they, like, sit down, and he kind of just says, like, a bunch of things that he really admires about her. And then we find out that he DM'd her after Matt's season. A DM is a bold move. Do you think so? 100%. Okay, apparently it was just, like, him being, like, I really admired you this season. But you DM two sorry conversations, so I feel like you he DM'd her and was, like, trying to at least try something out. I don't know. Like he does yes. not seem like a normal nice guy. Okay, that's true. That's true. Um, but he really had to pull out the what if card. Like I don't want to wonder what if. That's like some high school crap. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know. Ugh, I don't know. I'll go to youth college. Cause I don't want to wonder what if. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't know. She seems kind of like flustered but also very flattered that he's there. Which seems weird to me. I feel like Katie would have been like... Cause she, was she one of the new girls on that season? She was one of the OG people, right? Yeah, she's one of the OG people on that season. Yeah. And then all these new girls came, and she was obviously upset. But then now this is happening her as the Bachelorette. I think... she's chill with it? Yeah. Katie... I feel like she wasn't really a part of that drama when the new girls came. It was more like some of the other ones, but... Oh, she's the one who brought up the drama to Matt, right? Yes. Yeah. Again, Queen. Being Katie. She's the best. She just is the best. Um, and then they kind of go back to, like, the other guys in the house, and there's just kind of a montage of every, like, so many guys saying how crazy it is that Thomas, like, wants to be The Bachelor. Okay, Loki, they have to know that the odds of them winning aren't great. So who doesn't go wanting to be The Bachelor, right? Like, do you think, don't they all kind of have that in their mind, or no? I wouldn't say so, honestly. Or at least, okay. There's okay. no way they haven't considered, like, one time there's a chance that I could come out of this being The Bachelor. There's no way. I agree with that. I think Thomas was just stupid enough to say it out loud <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, they're all talking about it as they're getting ready for this rose ceremony and Tasha and Caitlin go to talk to Katie about Thomas <laughs> and I feel like they kind of just nailed the coffin because Caitlin hit us with that one-liner what was it it was like if you wanted to be the bachelor the first thing you wouldn't do is say that you want to be yeah. the bachelor and I was like damn Caitlin oh my gosh 
But what did you think about Thomas not going to the rose ceremony and then just going straight to Katie? That's just him getting desperate. That's just him doing whatever because he knows he fucked up already so badly. And now he's trying to pick up the pieces and try to stand out or do different things so he can get back in with Katie. But I think at this point, Katie's already like, Yeah, Dude. especially because he tried to go up to her being like, I just wanted to check in. False. Like, what? No, he's, he, <laughs> he's like, no, I just wanted to sound good and make you... Re- I wanted to gaslight you. I came here to gaslight you, Katie. Yeah, I think that Thomas was, like, good with his words, but Katie's just better. Mm-hmm. When she snapped at him and was like, let me talk, I was like, dang. But Katie walks Thomas out of her room. If that were me, I'd be, like, quaking. I would know my time is over. You know what I mean? As Thomas? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And he, like, tries to give her a hug, and it's awkward. She doesn't give him a hug back. Yeah. It's just weird. But, yeah, he finally, finally makes his way back to the rose ceremony. (laughs) Big anti-Thomas energy throughout the whole house, which is fine. Yeah, what do you think about, okay, so Aaron. I feel like somehow Aaron just kind of finds himself in the middle of all the drama. But he's so funny the way he can just flip a switch because he's like, talking to Thomas, he's like, don't disrespect me, Katie, you look amazing. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's so, like, on and off. I just don't get it. But, he knows, um, where, he knows where his priorities are at. Can we talk about how funny it is that during the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, like, Thomas is sitting in the, the relaxation room. What is the relaxation room? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what even is that in a hotel? Have you ever stayed in a hotel that has a relaxation no. room? <laughs> I have no idea. It's just a room with a bunch of webkins in a single chair and that's when people go to relax <laughs> that's all it is and a single computer it's like hey it's take like, the edge off it's an elementary bit. school computer lab <laughs> cool web games webkins time Every- to learn <laughs> oh my gosh everything a kid could ever want that is Dude, so Thomas is in there just having to geek it out having the time of his life Thomas is like playing Tetris and Donkey Kong it's like high school or nice <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, but it's finally time for the rose ceremony to start. And the people having roses going into it are Trey, Michael, and Connor. Rose ceremony starts. Thomas straight up tries to interrupt the beginning of it and be like, I just want to apologize to Katie and the other guy. It's like, literally, you Again, are... he's desperate. He's literally on borrowed time at this point. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Okay, she gives out these roses. There's one left. And she calls Thomas, and the guy's faces are crestfallen. They are just so upset. But she calls Thomas's name, and he walks. He walks up to her. She hits him with a little. The step back. The step back. I think she's giving every NBA player ever a run through oh their money. Oh my god! With Deeper that who? Step back. <laughs> Steph Curry where? LeBron James why? Like what is going on? <laughs> that step back was. Everything. Bro, put Katie on the Suns. Suns at three. Suns at four. She, what did she say? Thomas, what I've learned about you tonight, something like that, is that you're a liar, unkind, your bachelor audition ends tonight. Oh my mm. gosh. I literally was screaming. She's. That was the best thing. She's everything. But, okay, he just kind of. He just said, okay, and walked away. What did you think of that? He knew. 
He knew from the beginning. He knew from yeah. before he went to Katie's room. That's why he was doing all those things. He was like, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's what, true. That's why I went to the relaxation room, got some webkins in. I cooled off a little bit. He went to his room to go play some smoothie moves. He, he was like, Fortnite got the victory royale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I need one win tonight. Oh my gosh. So she ends up not giving that rose to anyone. But it's because yeah. we find out she goes to Blake, and he's straight up naked. Like, he's, he's like, not oh. expecting her. Not expecting her. Right. Because the Bachelor producers wouldn't let him. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then he puts on clothes and gives him the rose, and then he, like, locks himself out of his room, and the episode ends. So, I'm I'm very excited that there's, like, no token villains anymore. And that we have a new prospective man in the house. Well, that's the thing. that The new guys coming into the house, they're all going to paint him as a villain now. It's like each time they like do something to But at this point, drama. I feel like we're at a stalemate, you know? Just chill like for we have, now. It's the calm before the storm. Before the storm, that is Blake. That is Blake. Blake. But I think that the next episode is going to be really entertaining. And Katie's just going to continue to be Katie. Katie, Hi. let me DM you. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us for this episode. This pod has already been so fun, and so we hope to see you next week.